Hi, Jamie. Hey, Rebs. How are you doing? I mean, I'm doing fucking great. How are yeah. you? I'm amazing. Yeah. I'm fucking on cloud nine, baby. Literally. You're on cloud nine. Literally. Yeah, in you clubs. are. You're just an LA angel. Okay. And you're an <laughs> Omaha devil. <sighs> okay. We're just going to get down to the brass tacks here. So we have a special guest um, that goes by the name Oracle. Oracle, we found a video of Oracle on TikTok. My favorite app on the interwebs. I am on it every night. It's an addiction. And I just came across that video of Oracle and they were talking about uh, coming face-to-face was what they perceived as a creature uh that could be reptilian reptilian exactly and i was like jamie look at this video this is fascinating outrageous have them on outrageous amazing like tell me more so reached out luckily they got back to us and they were down to chat so we have a treat for you guys they are going to come on and tell us about their experience Mm -hmm. and their other specialties their gifts or what, what 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 have you uh yeah um um, let's how what it's more or less like it's a mystery box and Mm -hmm. we're gonna learn with you guys as we go we're learning as we go just like you said we know nothing we know nothing and we live by that so yeah naturally (laughs) you're you're we're on this roller coaster uh together yeah to say the least so and then we're also going to talk about our experience traveling to Area 51 recently and our adventure, uh, our somewhat scary and hilarious adventure that ensues. So you're going to get to hear our fun story about that. Let's uh, set a bomb off right now and get into our facts Here we of go. the day. Hi, I'm Jamie Montez, and I'm a scientist. And I'm Rebecca Knox, and I'm an actress and filmmaker. And we are Slice Me Nice. So, Jamie, why don't you share your fact of the day? Okay, so my fun fact of the day is... Mars has the biggest volcano, and I love (laughs) jumping in volcanoes. (laughs) everyone um just let everyone know joe versus the volcano is one of my favorite movies and one that i live by um very you jump into volcanoes and i get spit out alive so what do you know mars has the biggest volcano that makes sense what's your fun fact well my fun fact is (laughs) I feel like this is a very Taurus, um, fact of me, but I'm going to own it. Um, NASA spacesuits cost $12 million each. What? Are you serious? Oh yeah. Yeah. $12 million for a space shoot. Shoot. (laughs) A shoot. Yeah. Shoot me in the head because that's so fucking insane. House. That's five houses. I was going to say that's, that's a lot of houses. (laughs) That's a house actually. (laughs) I don't even own a house, so don't get the wrong idea, people. Yeah. Uh, I don't understand how much houses cost because I'm not in the market anytime soon. Kay, we were driving okay. and we were talking about buying a house and uh, we we're like, if we with had, what money? What? Yeah. If we had 
twenty percent of if we put like if we had twenty percent of um two million dollars. What is mortgage down payment? And we were both like guessing, and it's honestly really easy math. I Ding dong. Know. It is. It's very, no, yeah. It's, it's very 400,000, right? It's very easy. It's 400,000 because it's like when you go out to eat and you pay. Yeah. This is and then you fact. double it. You yeah. double it. It's like, yeah. duh. Yeah. Um, you I don't the I, decimal over. I think it's the millions because no one's working with millions. I don't work with millions. Do Neither you? do I. No, yeah. that's why I was like, that's why. NASA spacesuit, 12 yeah. million. And then you see all these movies about space um astronauts whose suits are malfunctioning and then they're suffocating it's like if you're spending 12 million dollars on one of these suits they better have that shit work alive yeah i I have no idea have you seen dune with those suits yeah where they recycle their water and and blood and tears yeah i love that i I just love that i'm like yeah i want to sustain myself off of my tears and pee (laughs) mostly pee (laughs) definitely you want to know a fun fact and then we're going to jump right into it it's not a fun fact but when I was in school I um I don't know if I made this up okay (laughs) story of our life but I yeah I think that this is this is real Mm -hmm. I heard this when if you drink your first morning your morning pee and you drink it people use that as a way of healing if you're sick how that works, I don't know. Where but because mm, I learned it because I was is that um, real? I think it is real. This Are you I was sure? in mm-hmm, I was in, I think it was like Kim Kim one or something like that, Kim two. And Chem- I don't chemistry, remember being, as in yes, chemistry. As chemistry. Okay, and I never took that class. I uh, my my professor at the time, he was not well, but he would come and like talk about weird shit. And I think that he said that. And I'm remembering it because I was like that. How is that even possible? Because if you're really mm-hmm. ill and your kidneys up. are refreshing or not refreshing, but recycling anything, everything that you put in their filter of your body, why would you want to, if you were, why would you want to drink your urine? Okay. So I literally just Googled. What does it Jamie? say? What does it say? What does it say? There's no scientific evidence to support claims that drinking urine is beneficial. Your first urine of the day. Yeah. That's the key word. Should you be mixing your morning pee into your morning smoothie? Probably not. So your teacher was essentially trying to poison. He was a, he, you want to know something he was, uh, I went to the school and it was not a good school that I moved to a different school, but he was a chiropractor. And that's probably why he said that. Why was he got, I think he had, he was a chiropractor and then like shit didn't work out for him because obviously he's saying things like that. And he's literally trying to make y'all sick. But on top of that, it's like, you're a teacher. You're telling your chiropractor teaching chemistry and you're telling your students to drink pee. (laughs) So like, let's just look at all of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? It's good. And now you study cells in a laboratory. Yeah. It's funny the paths that you take to get to where you are. I know. <sighs> I think I never try to take my pee. <laughs> I know. Oh my God. I will okay. be. I do have to say one last thing. I will yeah. be when I give birth to a child at You're going to eat your placenta. Life. I am 100%. It's going to Well, go you know what morning, they do is they, you're going to dry it. Make you're going to yeah. like mm-hmm. and then pound smoothie. it up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. And I'll feed yeah. it to you too. And then we can be. You do make really good smoothies. So if you I put do. it in there and you didn't You tell won't me, even know. I won't know. You're just going to be like glowing. And but it's really good for vitamins. you. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, let's talk about the black mailbox and our journey. Yeah. So Jamie, how did yes. it all begin? Where did okay. we even learn about the black mailbox? Okay. Um, where to begin? So we were at a club and I remember the night starting off like this. We were out in your back patio. There were coyotes howling at the moon <laughs> and we were rolling our own cigarettes and your cousin who is from outer space was visiting LA and he was with us and we took him out to have some fun mm-hmm. while we were having fun. We talked about aliens because your family has a lot of really cool experiences with aliens. Yeah. We've all like, had some weird interaction of some kind. I'm not going to say yeah. fourth or fifth kind per se, but definitely like first kind, second first kind, kind first kind. Yeah. And he was telling us all these, all this crazy, crazy stuff. One of the topics was on the black mailbox at that point of time. I don't remember a lot about the black mailbox and what well, he said, he but he said was we should, there was a place yeah. mailbox, but then we didn't really, he was like very out. mysterious about it. He was very yeah. like the black mailbox and like, these right. People. And we and were, were just like, like what? what? The black mailbox? Like, yeah. So basically <laughs> the night ensued, we got trashed. Sun was I think I was already, tr- yeah. yeah, yeah, I no, was, but we never spoke about it again. And then never Jamie, spoke about it. Jamie and I naturally were planning our next like week trip together. Cause we do that. Like every month we hang out, um, and meet up and we were just like, yeah, we're going to drive to go see the black mailbox without knowing anything about it or any of the lore or the, 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 the conspiracy theories Still don't, to be honest. I actually did like a really light little breeze through on Wikipedia. I think it's like some random farmer's mailbox and but someone what is has it? turned it what into- What is it? It's nothing. I don't know. Uh, you guys- You know what? It, please fill us in if you know anything. We literally drove six hours, which ended up taking eight hours. I was going to say it took us like- It took 12. us eight hours because we decided to use this app called Waze. And I'm calling mm. you out Waze because you guys suck. It took us in some wrong directions and it took us eight hours to get to the black mailbox. And then we, um, we also made a reservation at the little alien, uh, which we decided we didn't want to stay at because it ended up just being like a trailer where we would be sharing a bathroom with strangers. And we didn't, we didn't. Feel we safe. didn't feel safe. There was no internet. There was no phone service. And also when I went into the room, I literally looked at myself in the mirror and this happens quite often, but this one was a little bit more jarring than the huge, but I swear to God, like my face was morphing and so was yours. And then I heard that could be a personal problem, Jamie. <laughs> I think that's what I'm saying. Like it's nothing that new. Could just, it could just be <laughs> you, you know, let's yeah. just, but it was, you were like, it was, we need to get out of here. We need to get my out of here. My face just morphed. In my the face mirror. just morphed. I'm trying to drink a beer because I need to take the fucking edge off. And yeah, um, it was creepy. It was creepy. Look, it was no shade to small weird. businesses, but like no advertise yourself properly. Don't false spending, advertise. Yeah. If we're spending a hundred dollars to stay is, somewhere. 
Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's like, what, what do you expect nowadays for a hundred bucks? You know what yeah, I mean? You know, I but- really, again, not great with money. Didn't really think about that. I was like hundred dollars. We should Deal. have deal let's fucking do it you guys and on top of that like we were so excited so we were so excited we drove and I only had like literally three hours of sleep because I flew in and I just remember being like we're gonna drive there this is me talking to myself Jamie we're gonna drive there and we're going to film and then we're gonna have so much fun at this whatever place to the aliens we're gonna go on walks at nighttime yeah. Films, the stars. Uh, we were that- going to do some like C5 meditation and see if we could see some UFOs. Yeah. We're in the middle of nowhere. We were so excited. We literally got up at 5 a.m. to drive. That's how excited Dreams. we were. Dreams, hopes. Shattered. Fucking burned. Burned Shattered. to the ground. Yeah. Shattered. Heart, heartbreak. Um, so then, so we, we, so we, we saw the black mailbox and, um, but we also went into this uh, gift store on the way to the alien Mm -hmm. and we go inside and it's like totally outrageous um we got some merch we got some cute merch but we're talking to the lady the lady's like because we were like out of our minds at this point and she said where are you guys coming from like because you guys obviously drove because we said something about how long we were driving and she was like where did you guys come from and we're like oh yeah we came from LA and she's like and you said you were driving for how long and we're like like eight Eight hours hours. and she's like what she made me how I I my my head fell off I know you you actually you were um (laughs) glitching you were like you just you just started glitching like your sentences weren't coming out anymore you were like what and they really do they they they, I don't have Mm -hmm. my brain is working on one cell all the time but like when she said that I seriously was like it was supposed to take four hours. Yeah, I think we went into a wormhole. I think that we were abducted by aliens and dropped back out, and then. And I'm just waiting to. Ha- I'm just waiting to see like memories yeah. come flooding. Yeah, I'm waiting uh, for the memories yeah. to come. Like me being probed or something, like having a fucking great, a good time, a great time. Honestly, at this rate, I feel like we're literally calling it into our lives. <laughs> Excuse me. Mm. Check check. Come in. Come in. <laughs> we're waiting. We, we want to get out of here. Yeah. Um, Probe me up. But anyway, you know, there is, there is a bright side to this whole story and uh, it's my favorite thing ever. So Jamie was like, we need to get the fuck out of here. I actually was contemplating us staying, Mm. but at the end of the day, she was right. It was sketch. Just didn't get good vibes. So she was like, she was like, we need to turn around and go back to LA. And I was like, we're going to drive six hours back home right now. And she's like, yeah. So we literally, we order French fries we eat them, we leave the key on the table and just book it. And of course, the fucking guy who's running the place is like running after us. Like, you left your key, like probably trying to be nice. Like, oh no, these girls forgot their key. Meanwhile, we're literally just running away. Don't worry, we paid for the room. It's not like we were being assholes, but we ran. We were like, yeah, we need to get the fuck out of here. So we just like are on the road. Jamie's at the wheel. She's being a fucking hellhound, like yep. just zooming pedal by the sun. To yeah, the pedal, fucking metal. Pedal to the fucking metal. <laughs> the sun is setting. It's like beautiful. We're like talking about ghost stories and shit. Like obviously probably we're talking about other places we should visit. Yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, Jamie, we have to stop at my favorite candy store ever. 
and I don't even like candy. This is the well, no, wait, can we, I just want to drop something in really quick because yeah. when we were on the way there, you had mentioned it. And this oh, is yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I mentioned it the whole time because I was time. weirded out that we didn't pass it on the way there. Yes. It's called Eddie World. If you know, you know, LA Fucking folks Eddie. who has, who have driven to like out of LA on the highway, you pass Eddie World. There's a big ice cream cone and they have so much candy in there and beef jerky and like crunchy snacks. And believe you me, it's the one place that I want to eat candy and fucking they, Eddie world. And that's what we did. We drove back and we went to fucking Eddie world and it was genius. And we ate pickles and beef jerky and sour. We're really grape. dehydrated. Oh yeah. It was. And then we actually got home. We put on face masks and we fell asleep on my couch watching a really good oh. movie. Which one did we watch? It was the Oh, house. yeah, yeah, yeah. Winchester. 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 You guys Which should check it out. So We're going to go visit it, by the way. That's yeah. on our list. On that note, should we bring in our special guest? All right. So we would love to welcome our special guest of episode two, Oracle, who is a spiritual and metaphysical TikTok creator. Hello, Oracle. Hi. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for joining us on this beautiful Saturday. Oh, yeah, it's great. Yeah. So um, would you like to share with everyone how we got connected? It was actually a TikTok video. Yeah, I uh, posted a, a, a TikTok video about a certain experience that I had. And, um, you know, y'all contacted me and said, you know, we'd like to learn more and have you on. And um, it seems to have just worked out. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Can you tell us about that video and your experience? All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I kind of did not expect this video to get as popular as it did because it is it is kind of a crazy story. Um, uh, so this was a story that happened to me. It was about um, in 2015 when I, in the video, I preface it by saying, this is a story about when I saw a lizard person or reptilian. Um, and I do want to just like preface this by saying that when I posted it, I was unaware of some of the conspiracy theories surrounding lizard people and reptilians. I was unaware of some of the anti-Semitism surrounding these conspiracy theories. Um, you know, and I don't support any of that. So... <laughs> What I can do is sort of uh, retell this and sort of uh, tell you um, what I saw and what I experienced and Perfect. sort of let yeah. people draw their own conclusions, if you Thank will. Thank you for the disclaimer. <laughs> um, yeah, so back in uh, 2015, I was working in a uh, thrift store in Massachusetts and um, I was working by myself and it was a, a normal Saturday afternoon. There's a couple people in the store when uh, a woman came into the store and who appeared to be, if I can remember, you know, uh, right, she was white, maybe like in her 50s, short hair. Um, and from me looking at her, I was like, wow, she looks like she's kind of messed up right now. Like she looks <laughs> like she's uh, on drugs. Um, <laughs> and she was sort of making a disturbance and the other customers awkwardly left. Um, as she was in the process of buying a necklace. And I was just kind of like, okay, yes, yes. Sell her the necklace. Let's kind of, you know, move along. So we're not disturbing the other customers. Um, and we had this really weird moment where she asked me to put the necklace on her. 
And instead of like turning around backwards, like you might do, if you ask someone to put a necklace on you, she was still like facing me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. that's awkward. Okay. Yeah. Close. I'm just going to like reach around. <laughs> Definitely pre-COVID. <laughs> Definitely pre-COVID. Um, so like, as I, you know, as I leaned into this individual, um, it was like pushing th- through like some sort of barrier where all of a sudden what was in front of me uh you know was not a human anymore and it was definitely you know something non-human um humanoid with with sort of uh like red um tiled skin Mm -hmm. and like sort of a snout and Mm -hmm. I got the impression that it was like breathing like its breathing was labored um, and maybe it wasn't doing very well. Um, or maybe that's just how their species breathes. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just clipped the necklace and like leaned back. <laughs> um, and I think she realized that she had just made a mistake and maybe gotten a little bit too close to a human because she was immediately like, okay, bye. And like left really fast. Oh my God. Um, and I was, I was quite panicked and I, I shut the door after her and locked it and went underneath the counter of the store and was like hyperventilating. Absolutely. I, I can't even imagine. Was there any scent involved? Did he like pick up on any scent? I don't remember a scent. No. Wow. Hmm. Um, so what I'm, what I envision is the background right now, how you kind of blurred is like, that's kind of like the 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 zone that you entered into her are this person's yeah. uh, kind of zone um, yeah like going like, through the yeah just like going through this kind of like a the facade sh- yeah yeah so- yeah I mean um, I I call to mind like maybe uh, like I'm always looking for a scientific explanation you know let's say there is technology that can create a holographic field around somebody yeah. you know right. to make them look different yeah I don't know yeah did you have any um like after this experience happened did you have anything weird happen afterwards like relating to this incident like dreams or any kind of like a mood shift or nothing nothing no (laughs) and was this just like your only experience with a reptilian yeah and yeah oh wow well or with this is this was my only experience with with uh, a being that looked like this yeah the physical realm or astral realm actually yeah so tell us actually on that note astral realm is um something that you uh you have experience with astral projection right i would love for you to tell us about your relationship to that yeah so interesting That's sort of my um, <laughs> claim to fame, if you will. Wow. Yeah, tell us. Expertise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can um, astral project uh, easily um, through meditation. Um, and this, um, you know, started happening involuntarily um, to me. And so it was really sort of scary and spooky at first. And uh, I learned through meditation sort of how to control it. And then how to go to different, um, we say astral realm, but it's really astral realms. There's many different planes of existence layered on top of this one. Mm. 
Mm -hmm. What does that look like? Yeah. What, what is it like? I, I, I mean, for, I have zero understanding of what that, I can't comprehend that. So right. You could, yeah. Yeah. Um, that. I mean, the idea behind astral projection is that you're, you're sort of, you're moving your consciousness um, outside of your body. And the thing that uh, is a little bit weird with this is like, I wish I could take my eyeballs with me. <laughs> mm. So I don't have my five senses. I'm purely relying on my sixth sense to experience okay. these other wow. dimensional realities. And I think this is why when people actually project, they often have slightly different experiences too, because mm. it's all based on how we're perceiving with our energy as opposed to with our five senses. Okay. How long have you been practicing this? How, how did you get to the point you are now? Is Where, How did you discover it? This, yeah. Yeah. Um, so uh, back in, when, when did this start happening? It was it started happening probably around 2011 and then 2012, I really had a spiritual awakening. And this okay. came, this came about because um, I was diagnosed with a seizure disorder mm. uh, in 2011. And when I was having an episode, I would find myself outside of my body wow. Okay. and during, during seizures. And I think th that it was something my body just started doing as a way to um, sort of alleviate some of the discomfort that I was feeling. <laughs> yeah. And mm -hmm. as a sort of a self-preservation method, but then I was like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> what is this thing? Um, and that was also around the time where I started being able to see spirits, um, even when it wasn't astral projecting. Mm -hmm. And it was one of those things where it felt like something I had always known, but just kind of ignored my whole life. And then was like, oh yeah, okay. When you're finally on the brink and your body is just had enough, that's probably, that's how you're saying it. Like it kind of came to be like, you couldn't ignore it anymore, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, can we dive into a little bit more of this, you seeing spirits? And I think that we, before we had, talked originally you had talked about um demonology can we touch base on that sure a little bit a little bit yeah yeah i feel like this is something that jamie and i talk about often yeah I mean, we don't like, know anything so we don't know anything i yeah so but it's very interesting to me um and i feel like you kind of are you have all these different little pockets that you are in um which i think mm -hmm. is super rad and you're very open so um i kind of want to know like your history and experience with that if you mm -hmm. could explain a little bit yeah are, are you asking about like demons specifically yeah um I I guess right like when we had talked you you kind of briefly mentioned that you do have a background and like you know demonology or like something with demons um does that right? follow under this does that fall under the same um yeah. category as like seeing spirits yeah you also is that like entities in in a sense I suppose I mean if you get into demons, I feel like you, you have to really define what is a demon Okay. Mm -hmm. and everyone's mm -hmm. going to have a different definition of that. We have this very Christian idea of what a demon is. I feel like mm -hmm. in, in our society, you know, um, which is largely mythology. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, if you start looking at demons, you know, there's legends all around the world. And, um, if we're talking about demons specifically, I mean, I feel like when it comes to spirits and other, um, you know, entities on different di dimensional dimensions mm -hmm. as us, uh, anything 
that is on a low vibrational frequency dimension could be perceived as demonic um, according right. to the mythologies. Okay. Um, so in terms of uh, different dimensions, so just for, for example, I'll use myself because I can only use myself in this example. So the way that you're describing like different dimensions and uh, our perception of beings here now as us, mm -hmm. can I perceive uh, myself without any particular gift that you might have? Can mm -hmm. I perceive uh, different entities in, in this dimension, but they're in another dimension? See, I don't understand. Like a veil? Like seeing beyond the veil is what you're saying. Yeah. No, yeah. That's, well, I don't know. Yeah. So that's not what I'm saying. I don't know. No, it's not. What you don't know. But you how would so like. That's, that's what it is. It's like if you were here and you're trying to see. Well, we we perceive multiple dimensions, correct? Do we or no or one? We see multiple dimensions, right? I think we I have, think we can see multiple yeah. dimensions. Absolutely. I think a lot of people do. Wow. Yeah. And you um, do. Yeah, I, I can. Wow. So like, how if do you, you know to... that specifically? What does that specifically yeah. look like? Um, so I, I mean, I've worked with dimensional travel a lot with my astral projecting. Um, when I started, first started astral projecting, um, I was coming out on what I thought was maybe just one point of existence. And I sort of had this idea in my head that we had sort of like our reality and then across the veil, which was like okay. non-corporeal. Mm. Yeah. But it's I as I started exploring, I have since sort of altered my theories about that. And God, I would love to talk to some like theoretical scientist about this. Mm -hmm. um, give me a theoretical physicist who knows about string theory or something. And yeah. Wow. Like, okay. Let yeah. me tell you my ideas. Um, <laughs> we have to find one for the pod, and then we'll connect you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now I have this this theory that there are uh, multiple dimensional realities. Um, layered on top of each other mm -hmm. you know and human beings exist on just one of these yeah. realities and what we can perceive with our five senses is actually quite limited mm -hmm. um but humans of course have a sixth sense and that's where we get a lot of um i think everyone has a sixth sense if someone's staring mm -hmm. at you and they're behind you you know you know it. Mm -hmm. like jamie and i were actually right before we started recording we both dreamt about the same person and yeah, I know it's crazy. We don't, we, we're always discussing these things because they're always strange synchroni synchronicities, but I yeah. think that's kind of like an example of an un unexplained kind of sixth sense of um, awareness, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's not, it's, it's everyone, just like you said, everyone is, has it. And it's more or less like, are you willing to acknowledge it and open it up? Mm -hmm. and actually put it to practice because that's the thing like mm -hmm. as a human being we all have certain things that we need to put in practice but we ignore mm -hmm. um meditation just, it, is a great lifestyle example. things as well you know what i mean habits mm -hmm. exactly so this is one that we do have our brains are able to do it we we have scientific background of this yeah. and it's whether or not like we are willing to actually put it to practice. It's hard to do yeah. with anything, you know, it, exercise is hard. And that's what we were doing. You're exercising this sixth sense. Um, and so like the more you get to a good, you know, practice, I think that the more you see is pretty amazing. And it's Heightened just like awareness. opens. Yeah. And it just opens and keeps on opening. And that's kind mm -hmm. of what you're doing right now. What we're seeing is rad. So yeah. yeah. Keep, keep explaining, please. 
I well, just on that note too, I think it's really important to practice with people too. So you get that validation because yeah. a lot of times if you're kind of practicing on your own, you get into this weird headspace of like gaslighting yourself as to mm-hmm. whether or not something is real. Absolutely. Um, and I, like, I remember I had uh, a lot of my very validating experiences was like one day, like I went to a beach with a friend of mine who could also see energy. And we were just looking at people's auras on the beach. It's really easy to see people's auras when you're at the is beach. Is it? Yeah. So you just people watch wow. and you sort of soften your eyes. Like you don't like focus on anyone and you can start to see hazy outlines around people. Wow. And if you do that with a friend, you can start to be like, oh, that one's purple. And they're like, yup. You know, wow. that one, you know. Do you have like a community that you, you rely on to, uh, that you, so you feel like you can validate what you sense? Um, I have. Yeah. That's important. Um, That's cool. That's awesome. mm -hmm. Cool. That's rad. Mm -hmm. Um, do you have any other, do you, do you want to tell us anything else or give us some more stories or do you have any questions, Rebs? Yeah. I mean, I just want to keep hearing more about, um, your, your perception of other dimensions. I mean, seriously, just go further into that. I okay. I want to hear um, more. It's you know so cool. Insidious. Oh, that I don't think pretty- I didn't watch that. I love oh, that's one of my favorite it's horror movies. Really scary, but it's all about that. It's, it is like yeah, I can't about, do stuff like that. Getting it's getting lost. It's, yeah, it's about, yeah, it's about so a like big boy go, getting lost because he's gone for a realm. long time out of his body, and really, like yeah. it's so in a coma. Um, you he know which get, movie no, I love is Doctor what? Strange. <laughs> oh, Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, tell us, tell us more. I just want to know. This is so fascinating to me. Yeah. Well, um, I guess, you know, when I first started astral projecting, um, <clears throat> I was, I'm going to say coming out on uh, sort of low vibrational frequency dimension. So if you could picture like um, a skyscraper with an elevator, and uh, maybe like your body is the elevator and your consciousness is, is your person. And then you can just sort of get out on these different floors and each one mm-hmm. is a different uh, vibration. Each one is a different reality with its own um, ecosystem. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so, you know, when I first started doing this, I was um, seeing a lot of sort of more spooky shit, I guess, you know, um, ghosts and shadow people and mm. stuff like that. And, and it was even a little bit traumatic. Um, so I got, did re- you ever experience like sleep paralysis or anything like that? You know, I've talked to a lot of people who have had sleep paralysis. Um, there's definitely been a lot of times where I'm sort of half awake and I can't move my body. Mm. Um, and Terrifying. I can sort of like hear something. Ugh. I, that that's happened to me once. And it, it, to this day, it was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life. Mm. Just, I, I was awake, but I couldn't move my body or open my eyes. And I heard voices in the room, but I knew mm-hmm. that there was no one in my apartment. Yeah. 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 Ooh, anyway, continue. <laughs> so my theory with, with sleep paralysis is that you are halfway astral projected and that's why you're, you're a little bit stuck. And that's why you can't move your physical body is because you're trying to move your astral body. And so the connections are not happening. Okay. And what you're hearing is whatever, you know, dimension that you are sort of halfway slipping into with your astral body is, is you're, you're perceiving any spirits or beings that might be there. Okay. Um, Okay. That's 
that's yeah. nice to know that that's what was going on. Cause that's what it felt like was going on. It <laughs> freaked me out. I remember those voices. Oh my God. Yeah. That's pretty, <laughs> pretty intense. What kind of meditation do you do, by the way? Yeah. Out of curiosity. Meditation. Well, I mean, I do it every day too. And I'm really, really? Like, yeah, I do. Oh every day. I'm, so, I'm so bad. I don't meditate. <laughs> oh, you don't? I mean, sometimes. Yeah. Once in a while mm-hmm. I will. When um, you're trying to ask, how often do you actually project? Um, you know, I, I honestly have been taking a little bit of a break from it. Um, but I used to do it briefly, kind of just like maybe every three days just to uh, sort of hop out and check my psychic wards and shields, um, make sure everything's still functioning, check in with my spirit guides, Mm -hmm. um, see what's going on. I do really enjoy going out into the woods Mm. and meditating um, and astral projecting. And one of my favorite meditations is just what I call a light, a light meditation where I call in light energy and just sort of infuse my body and the area with, with light energy, which is like a high vibrational frequency um, universal do, you envision, do you envision like a light and you yeah. kind of try to envision pushing it outward? Cause that's what I do when I'm trying to do something, what I guess would be similar to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't use my own energy. I, I pull it in from either, mm. um, you know, the earth or the heavens or, mm. you know, somewhere else. Hmm. Do you feel like you get messages when you do this? Sometimes I have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do you ask for things when you do this? Sometimes. (laughs) Do you? Yeah. Yeah. What is that? Answers or what? Yeah. Does that actually manifest or is it like, um, do you, you know what I mean? Like if you were to go to sleep or you're doing this kind of, um, meditation and you're like, I have an intent. I have a goal. I need to find some kind of an answer to whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever, whatever's Mm -hmm. going on right now. Does it usually come to you? Sometimes. Um, like I love talking to my spirit guides about stuff. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think the, the tricky part when sort of looking for answers like that is that we, people have to be able to use their um, telepathic skill sets. So if you're sort of not accustomed to using telepathy, mm-hmm. um, it can be a bit tricky to discern your own thoughts from your spirit guides thoughts or from any answers that might be coming in. Yeah. Mm. Also in terms of just like simple, low vibrational egoic stuff that comes yeah. up, Yeah. you know, which I think I definitely, um, mm-hmm. I, I struggle with, I'm like, is this just me trying to cop out because I'm scared and it's just my like <laughs> child self. I don't know. You know, that's something I think about. Yeah. You that know. can happen too. I mean, yeah. uh, one time rec- recently I was, um, telling my spirit guides that I needed to manifest some money <laughs> and, and it was just something I feel like a lot of people try to make that's my thing all the time. this year yeah. 2022 yeah, yeah. is the year of making money honey yeah what's so funny is that, like they don't really <laughs> right. get the human experience right and they're just like what is money and I was like oh my god <laughs> so I kind of like explain it and and they think yeah. about it and then they the answer that I got was money isn't real word don't worry about it and well, yet it's so real in this dimension i'm like well in this dimension in the matrix in this dimension <laughs> yeah you need it to like live unfortunately yeah 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 That's so funny. sometimes yeah i don't get the answers that i'm hoping for yeah mm-hmm. like thanks guys that yeah yeah real useful. helpful 
useful. Let me just go gather some leaves real quick and like use them as currency. Oh, yes. No big deal. Like, I'm going to spring for that latte. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Um, okay. Um, is there anything else? Anyone yeah. Are there any last um, things you'd like to um, share with us about your gifts? Um, I remember you also mentioned that you are clairvoyant. Well, I guess we've already, we've covered that, but I guess using that yeah. term specifically, um, right. does that, what does that mean to you to be clairvoyant? To be clairvoyant uh, means that you can sort of perceive um, energy and, and mm. spirits mm -hmm. visually. There's okay. five types of clear somethings, and I'm not going to remember all of them. Clear sentient. You know, clear sentient, clear auditory. Clear audience. <laughs> yeah. Some, some people hear stuff, some people right. feel stuff. Um, right. I do tend to see, see. Wow. Um, I guess, silhouettes, you know, like I'll be sort of looking around and they'll just be sort of like a sil, uh, it's sort of like a blurry, like my black background, like, but if you just yeah. right. saw like a blurry, like silhouette right there. Okay. Mm -hmm. and I actually, that's, that's cool. I, I was telling this to Jamie not too long ago, but I, I uh, took a solo trip to Mexico Ooh. And I, yeah, I do it once in a while just to recharge myself, be alone away from people. I need to. Um, and I, I think that I, I must have some kind of clairvoyance because I do tend to see things and then I'll call Jane and be like, I think that I woke up and I saw like some creature kind of like lounging and watching me sleep. And I wasn't mm -hmm. scared, but I looked at it. And then I had this great idea for a story that I want to write about a, a demon or not necessarily a demon, but a being that's like in love with a human, but a they can't story. access us. Oh, our... that sounds great. Yeah. 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 Right. I was like, I felt, I felt like I was like, I could, I, I, cause I saw this like kind of shape kind of looking down and I just felt like this, um, like a crush energy. I was like, unless the, then again, huh? there's my ego coming in being like, Rebecca, <laughs> you could also just be having a dream I don't know just, <laughs> or just making stories up in my head or it was your spirit guide you know right uh, standing guard and you were perceiving their uh their love for you uh, yeah maybe it's not necessarily romantic but right I think the biggest I like message that. Is, yeah I, like, I like that too that's comforting yeah, I like that that's really nice yeah. That's and then really I'll make, nice. I'll, I'll write the, I'll write the, the romance though, because yeah. the, the romance I mean, is a blast. I mean, <laughs> who I doesn't love, love a good idea, romance? I love right? the idea of a demon idolizing you or worshiping you. And then, but like, you they can't of, really act you know. the, the love is never going to like come to fruition because we're on different dimensions, but like, yeah. there's one moment at, oh, in yeah. time where we can see each other for like one day. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm reading okay, the fanfic um, right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm writing this hundred percent. Great. Yeah. Whenever I see other people's um, spirit guides, I will sort of ask them, like, do you have a message for this person? Mm. Um, and oh, my hair is getting blurred out. Anyway, um, <laughs> most like, like 90% of the time, the message is just tell them how much we love them and care for them. Mm -hmm. Like they are operating. Like we, I think the way that most humans operate, the way that we feel and perceive love is, is really limited mm. compared to, uh, you know, beings on, on other dimensions, especially our spirit guides who have not been sort of, you know, conditioned with our societal view of what it is to be loved. 
Mm, that's um, beautiful. I love that we are going to end our episode on a note of love, which is yeah. the answer to the universe, in my opinion. Yes. But love anyway, is our number one currency. Love is. And uh, fuck Oracle, money. <laughs> money is just a dumb thing we have to deal with. I love um, it though. <laughs> <laughs> Sue it. me. <laughs> but anyway, Oracle. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking time out of your day today to yes. share your knowledge and experiences with us. They're highly valuable. They have well, sparked you. interest. Absolutely. I hope that maybe one day you can come on again and we can yes. maybe have a, what kind of scientist did you want to connect to? Uh, I don't know. A theoretical physicist of some sort. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to start doing a little research. Like, let's talk about gonna do some digging for you and see. Well, if we yeah. Can get this. Let's, let's do a whole episode on dimensions. Yeah, yeah, I think that that's going to be really rad. Um, okay, rad. Yeah, thanks so much for talking with us. Thanks for having me again. Yes. And it was a pleasure talking with both of y'all. Yes, it was a pleasure, so Oracle. Yeah. May the peace be with you. That's live long and prosper. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Bye.